the park. Hit him with a strike. From the national anthem to the bottom of the night. I'm in Slammy, Ago, Slammy, Ago, Slammy, Ago, Slammy, Ayy. You already know what's up. What's that? Another home run. But you know the job ain't done. Till we hold that trophy up. Everybody, welcome to episode 497 of the Talking Prayers podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden with you here. It is October 22nd, 2023. It is a Saturday show. Definitely was not planning on doing this Saturday live show here at 2.30 in the afternoon. But here we are because Dennis Lynn and Andrew Baggerly in The Athletic have released their latest report. And it is that Bob Melvin essentially is gone. He is being granted the access. The He's being allowed to interview with the San Francisco Giants. Should the Padres have allowed this to happen? Or did I say Sunday? Sorry. I said Saturday? Sunday. Sorry, I'm getting my days mixed up. Yeah, NFL, I guess, is on. I don't care. Um, yeah, whatever. Sunday. Sorry. Sunday, October 22nd. Um, man, this news... Should should have Bob Mullen even be should he be allowed to go talk to the San Francisco Giants? That's a separate question. Bob Melvin wanting to not be with the San Diego Padres anymore. Like that's a whole another topic that we can get into. Uh Peter Seidler continuing to have AJ Preller run the show here. That's another topic. Uh, but yeah, let's just go through here the latest here from the Athletic. Dennis Lynn and Andrew Baggerly. Andrew Baggerly, anyone who doesn't know who he is, he is a Giants beat writer. Dennis Lynn, obviously, Padres beat writer for The Athletic. And it starts off here. The Giants have requested and received permission to interview Padres manager Bob Melvin for its managerial opening. The Athletic has learned, potentially paving the way for Melvin to join a National League West rival following a tumultuous season in Diego. Melvin instantly becomes San Francisco's leading candidate to replace manager Gabe Kapler, according to league sources briefed on the situation who were not authorized to speak publicly. Preller declined comment, as did Melvin. Uh, there's wide, uh, widespread belief within the industry that their situation is more complicated uh, than you know when they announced that they would return in their roles with the Padres. And that's what we know, right? Like AJ Preller, he literally said the word friendship out loud at the Padres zoom press conference at the end of this season. That by the way, Bob Melvin was not a part of, if there was actually a friendship with those two, I think Bob Melvin would have found time to be on that zoom, or they would have found a time where both of them would be on the same zoom call or Bob Melvin would find time to just talk to the media after the season was over, you know, to reflect, to confirm on video to everyone that's on that Zoom call, to the fans, because that'll get posted by the media, right? Marty Caswell does a great job doing that on YouTube. It'll get posted somewhere, and we will see, okay, he's actually committed to this Padres franchise for 2024. But Bob not being there, that was the that was the first big sign right there. I mean, there were signs, I guess, before that about like you know the 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 athletic piece, you know, talking about their relationship, and it doesn't it's just reported in the. But yeah, like 
there were signs. And as I've said on previous shows before, you could connect the dots. Bob Melvin to the San Francisco Giants. It's not like it was the Cleveland Guardians where you couldn't connect the dots. Like, no, Bull Mill's not going to go to the Guardians. He's not going to take that over. And of course not. You can't connect the dots there. You could easily connect the dots to San Francisco Giants. So, no, I'm not surprised that we are seeing this. And A.J. Preller, I'm assuming the Giants called A.J. Preller. I'm not sure if Peter approved. I'm sure that he would have to approve this because it's the manager of the team that you're allowing to go speak to a division rival in the National League West. I'm sure Seidler had to approve it, but Preller's probably the first guy that was called by Farhan Zaidi or something. And what, you think Preller's going to decline that? Of course he's going to accept it because he doesn't want to have Bob Melvin as the manager. That seems pretty clear to me. He can tell media all he wants. Oh, it's overblown. The media reports. Uh, he can insult Kevin Acey uh, by saying that he, the Padres, he doesn't take any credibility in those anonymous quotes, anonymous reporting. When reporting, by the way, was coming, the sources come inside your organization. They're coming inside your clubhouse. But no, I'm taking any, um, those aren't credible. Anonymous. All right. You want to just keep denying all of this? You want to just be in denial? All right, then this is what you're getting here. You're getting a clubhouse that needs to improve. You're getting a manager that doesn't want to be with you. And he's going to go to a team that's not going to be in a better spot, at least in my opinion, talent-wise, going into spring training next year. I don't think the Giants, they could surprise people. They're going to be a good team. They, I'd, I'd say if Bob Melvin manages the Giants next year, they will be a playoff contending team. Yes. I mean, they were a playoff contending team deep into the season this year with Gabe Kapler managing, and they don't have any stars on that team. I think having Bob Melvin manage the Giants, you can bring in some guys. What, Blake Snow, if he gets paid by the San Francisco Giants, he doesn't want to go play for Bob Melvin? I think he'd be fine with that. Now, Bob Melvin, I'm not saying he's going to be managing the Giants for five more years or anything like that. But Juan Soto coming up, Giants have money to spend there. Shohei Otani, Giants have money to spend there. I'm not saying the Giants should be the favorite, but they have a lot of money to spend. Carlos Correa, they didn't sign him. Arson Judge didn't sign him. Carlos Rodon didn't sign him. They don't have a superstar on that team. But Bob Melvin can help with that, with the recruiting. So yeah, Bob Melvin is as good as gone. Part of this is on Bob Melvin. Part of this is on A.J. Preller. Part of this is on Peter Seidler. There's no one that is like, no, none of this is my fault. No. Everyone has something here to blame. They're they're a part of this. Everyone's a part of this. Um, If you want to join the show and give your thoughts, as I always do on the live shows, click that link that's pinned up at the top of the chat. I'll allow you to come on, join the show, give your thoughts on this. What do you think is going to happen? Bob Melvin. Do you think he's successful with the San Francisco Giants? That's where I'm at, right? I'm at the point where he's going to the Giants. Because why would the Giants ask to interview him if they're not going to have him go be the manager of the team? Right? And Bob Melvin, he's gone because he's not going to accept that interview, as was written in this article, in this report by Bobby and Dennis Lynn. It was written in, in this report that he is a top candidate. 
he received assurances he would be a top candidate before he agreed to participate in the interview process with the Giants. So, like, he knows, yeah, I'm getting the job, essentially. He knows that. And he's not going to come back to the Padres. And sitting here right now, why would I? Sure, Bob Melvin, like, I wanted him to manage this Padres team in 2024. But obviously, he's not committed to the Padres. So, no, he's gone. I don't want to see him crawling back to the Padres. So you want to you want to go, you want to go interview with the Giants. You're not crawling back to the Padres then and be like, well, Giants didn't want me. They went in another direction, or I just want to be what was up there. I just wanted to ask some questions, but I was always committed here. No, you know, you're gone. You're not coming back. Bob Melvin is done with the Padres. Now, should he? This shouldn't have even gotten to this point. Because why does A.J. Preller continue to get chance after chance after chance? Peter Seiler's a part of this problem, as I said moments ago. A.J. is excellence. And I know his health is a factor in this. But A.J. Preller has gotten a ton of chances. And that 2022 playoff run, while that was really fun, and those are moments we're never going to forget, that seems like an outlier in A.J. Preller's tenure with the San Diego Padres. 2020 was a short season. Shoot, the Dodgers won the World Series. Like, we know it was a short season. Very special circumstances. Who knows if the Padres would have made the postseason in a long season. They had pitching injuries in a short season there. You know? Um, 2021, collapse. 2022, there were some struggles there when they made the postseason. And then this year, the most frustrating, disappointing season in Padres franchise history. All with A.J. Preller running things. Has A.J. Preller made good moves? Yes. Was I a fan of A.J. Preller? Yes. When he made that Juan Soto deal, loved A.J. Preller. Things were going in the right direction. But a lot has changed since then. Or maybe things have stayed the same as well. Um, you get my point. Like, it, it's, it's time. Keep having the same guy run things. When there's reports out there about the micromanaging and the culture, and Bob Melvin was able to get along for a decade with the Oakland A's. Didn't seem like there were big problems there. He rave reviews all around Major League Baseball. One of the most respected people in all of baseball. One of the more respected managers in all of baseball. But he doesn't want to be here. Why is that? Is that a Bob Melvin problem or is that an A.J. Preller problem? Part of it's Bob Melvin, but if, if we're slicing this pie up, much more of that blame is on the guy that continues to get chance after chance after chance to run this team and be the president of baseball operations and the general manager. Well, we think they're going to go hire a general manager this offseason. Someone's going to want to work under A.J. Preller. I don't see that happening. And now who's going to be steering 2024? Is it going to be Mike Schilt? Or is it going to be Ryan Flaherty? I would be fine with Mike Schilt. I don't think that's the end of the world. He had success with the St. Louis Cardinals. There were disagreements between him and John Mosaic with the St. Louis Cardinals. That's why, I think that's why, they ended up splitting up. But he had a lot of success with the Cardinals there managing that team. So it's another veteran manager. 
I would be fine with Mike Schilt coming, being not coming in because he's already here, but being promoted. Ryan Flaherty, I get it. Preller and him would be connected and they'd be on the same wavelength, right? They're thinking the same thing. And maybe that's what we should want if we know that AJ Preller is going to stay. I want someone that knows what they're doing. Ryan Flaherty, you can continue to be in your role. But now there is Matt Williams going to stay? With with uh, Mike Schilt as the manager, let's say, or he's going to stay as Ryan Flaherty as the manager of this team? Ryan Christensen's going to stay? No, they're going to go to the San Francisco Giants with Bob Melvin. Ruma Diabla, I would think he's going to stay, but I think he has a lot of respect for Bob Melvin. So, yeah, what what the future of this team is, in the manager spot, it seems like it's going to be Melvin, or not Melvin, excuse me. It's not going to be Melvin. It's going to be Flaherty or Mike Schilt. Bob Nightingale, some don't want to believe everything that he says, and I don't think that we should believe everything that he says. But he tweeted moments ago, a half hour ago, Ryan Flaherty and Mike Schilt are the top two candidates to replace Bob Melvin as the Padres manager once he is hired by the San Francisco Giants. So Bob Nightingale's like, He's the Giants manager. Like, nope, he's already the manager. I think that's how a lot of people are thinking right now. I think that's how Padres fans should should think. Bob Melvin doesn't want to be here. Okay, go to the Giants then. I'm pissed off about it. I understand Bob Melvin not wanting to be with with AJ Preller. Like some of the things that we have read, I understand that. That's like more why I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off because AJ Preller continues to get to run the show. And it's another manager that is going. And now it's not Jace Tingler that's being fired or Andy Green that's being fired. It's Bob Melvin not being fired, him wanting to leave the franchise and go to the San Francisco Giants who don't have as much talent on their team as the Padres do because of the guy that's running things. And Peter Seidler continues to be like, nope, A.J. Preller's excellence, trust, support. And like Peter... I love you for spending money and what you do in the community, but you have some blind spots. You have an AJ Preller spot, that's for sure. So yeah, I'm sure a lot of Potter fans are pissed off right now. I'm one of them. If you want to join the show, click that that's pinned up at the top of the chat. And I'm going to go through, through these comments, don't worry. If you want to make sure I get to your comment or your question here, you can use the Super Chat button. I appreciate that. It supports the channel. Um, let me go more into this athletic article here from Lynn and Baggerly, seeing if there's anything that sticks out to me here. I've read it a couple times. Melvin, again, instantly becomes San Francisco's leading candidate place, Gabe Kapler. Probably declined comment, of course. Yeah, so, I mean, here's, before we get more into this, this report here, October, uh, it was October 4th, right? That was the Preller Zoom conference. It was that week. Preller said, Bob is our manager and is going to be our manager going forward. Well, that ended up being a lie. Preller didn't give credibility to media reports. And now, seems like the media is right. There's some Padres fans that don't like Casey or don't want to believe. In, I'm not saying you have to believe everything the media says. But they don't believe some of these anonymous reports and all that. Well, looks like they were right. And 
for those Padres fans that thought everyone, everything was fine and Bob Melvin was 100% going to manage his Padres team in 2024, don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, I tried to tell a lot of people. I don't want to make this into like, I was right, I was right. I was leaving that door cracked open. It is not a 100% chance that Bob Melvin manages this Padres team next season. As long as that Giants manager job hasn't been filled, there's the possibility that he is not managing this Padres team. And the door is, it's not cracked open. The door is wide open and has walked right through that door and he is gone. That's how I feel right now. He's not coming. Do I want Bob Melvin even back? I don't want to turn this into a turn Bob Melvin thing. Like, oh, he doesn't want to be here. F Bob Melvin. Because he wants, like, he appreciates the Padres fans. I mean, the last home game, he was, he took it to clap fans. And the comments that he had after last postseason and talking about how the fans were the MVP this season, he appreciates Padres fans. He doesn't want to work with AJ Preller. He is sick and tired of AJ Preller. He wants to be able to do his job the way he wants to do it. And he wants his coaching staff to be able to do their job the way they want to do it. He's tired of the micromanaging and the obviously not good enough communication. And he's done with it. And so, again, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not trying to turn this into a F Bob Melvin. but And so, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love Bob. I wanted him to manage this team. But I don't want him to come back now. Like, you, you open that door. You've walked through the door. You're not coming back now. You're, you want to go interview with the San Francisco Giants? All right. Then go interview, and if you don't get the job, you're not coming back to the Padres. How, how would that look? If Bob Miller goes and interviews with the Giants, he decides, I don't want to lose. Or the Giants say, say they're going to go hire another manager. I was kind of hoping Alyssa Nakin would get it because I think that would be really cool. Um, finally seeing the first female manager. Um, but let's say they go in another direction. They they bring they hire someone else in. I think they're they're waiting on that Rangers coach. Uh, I forget his name, but he's in the postseason right now. Obviously, Bob Melvin tries to come back, and they have him be the manager. How awkward would that spring training be? Where he's addressing the media for the first time. Hey, how was your season, guys? Yeah, Bob. Uh, so you said you were gonna be the manager. Then you went and interviewed for the Giants, and now you want to be back with the Padres. Why is that? How should fans, uh, how should fans be uh, thinking of you right now, man? Really, really weird. And so, yeah, that that's not going to happen. Bob is gone, and it just sucks. One of the best managers in baseball, one of the most respected managers in baseball, doesn't want to be with a team that has one of the more talented rosters in the league. Still, I think a lot of people would still say there's, a, there's still a ton of talent on this team. One of the best managers in baseball doesn't want to be the manager of a team that has Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, Fernando Tatis Jr., and Juan Soto on it. And Joe Musgrove and Robert Suarez and you, Darvish. Think about that. Peter Seidler, think about that. That is what AJ has done. To Bob Melvin. Maybe AJ's not the only thing. Maybe there's other people in that front office that Bo Mel doesn't like. We're not getting the full story, maybe. I don't know. But 
That's a bad reflection on AJ Preller. Yet another one. Did we go through all the bad? Uh, me forever. All of the, the the bad reflections on AJ Preller. Just just the managers that he has hired, right? So I think he's one of the more respected managers in baseball. Fires him in 2015. Okay, you want your own guy. All right. You bring in a dude that has no manager experience in Andy Green. Then you try it again with Jace Tingler when you run freaking Washington as a finalist for the manager job. And you decide to bring in Jace Tingler to be the manager. And then, okay, yeah. Out of nowhere, you bring in Bob Melvin. Like, congratulations, AJ. Great move. But in 2022, even this past year, there were, there's been reports that they weren't getting along very well. And then this year happens, and there's reports in the season while things are going down the drain about how it's unfixable. Well, that player was correct. Unfixable. Because Bob Melvin now is headed to San Francisco. At least to go interview with the Giants. So he's messed up manager hirings by making the wrong decision. And we all knew it right when he made the managerial decision, the managerial hiring. And when he's made the right hiring, he has screwed up the hiring. He screwed up his relationship with that person that he hired. I mean, it's not unbelievable. It's believable because of what we have read and all that. But it's just, and this guy continues to run things. He continues to get chance after chance by Peter Seidler. Again, Peter, I love how much he wants to win and how much money he has invested in this Padres team and what he does away from the Padres. And I hope that he is only continuing to get better with his health and continuing to recover, obviously. But this A.J. Preller thing that he has, it is a blind spot. It is troubling. It is a problem. He is part of the problem now. He's not the biggest part. But we got to say, we can still love A.J. We, or not A.J. We can still love Peter Seidler. Just like we can love players on this Padres team. But just like this past season, someone that we love, right? Manny Machado. A lot of fans love Manny Machado. He was part of the problem this past year. We can love people. It's like tough love. I think some people are like, well, why are you hating so much? You don't actually love this team. You don't love this person. No, no, no. It can be tough love. You, you're so passionate about it. Padre fans, we're so passionate about this. We're so pissed off about it. It's not because we, we're haters. It's because we want change. We want the franchise to do well. And we're seeing that it's not doing well. It's not living up to expectations. We got a great manager not wanting to be a part of the organization anymore. We want change. We want this to change. And it's just, if things keep being the same, how are things going to not continue to keep being the same? If you're going to continue to have the same guy running things and expect to get different results, not just one year like 2022, but consistently get different results, then it's it's insanity. And A.J. Preller, he is a really bright baseball mind. For anyone that has talked to A.J. Preller, I, I'm sure for any like extended period of time, I've talked to him, but not for an extended period of time. If you have extended conversation with A.J. Preller, 
not on Zoom or in front of the media where he's um uh, uh um um you know you know um 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 saying nothing, you know, takes two minutes to answer a question but says nothing. Not that AJ Preller, but you know, one on one. They would probably tell you that guy is a really bright baseball mind. He is a bright dude. Really smart, knows what he's talking about, baseball nut, doesn't sleep, all that, right? We've heard all that. Okay, have that in, have that guy be a part of the organization, but not be the Pobo, not be the GM, not running the whole thing. And I know it's easier said than done, but like Preller, he's not the best fit to be running this franchise. He's gotten too many chances, in my opinion, now. And I mean, Kim Ang's available, James Click's available, a move. I would be surprised if a move is made. Or maybe Peter Seidler's like, well, I wanted you guys both back. And Bob Melvin now wants to leave our organization. All right, now both of you guys are gone. Melvin's gone because he wanted to be gone. And because Melvin wanted to be gone, now AJ, you're gone. That was the final straw. Maybe that's what happens, but I don't see that happening. Going back to this athletic article. Again, I'm going to get to the comments, but I'm just pretty much just venting right now, giving you my thoughts. If you want to join the show, click that link that's pinned up at the top of the chat. Melvin emerged as the favorite in San Francisco. He received assurances he would be a top candidate before he agreed to participate in the interview process. And yeah, I I just don't see how he's not going to end up being the manager of the Giants. Like the Giants, that would be a whiff on their part. Like they're going to interview Bob Melvin, but then not hire him. I think Giants fans would get pretty pissed off if that ended up happening and they end up going with like a, a first-time manager. Because Bob Melvin, I think he's he would help recruit some people to the San Francisco Giants. Maybe some guys that were on this Padres team this past season. And again, Bob Melvin not showing up to that Zoom conference, that was a big red flag that things definitely aren't well, confirming reports, and it is not a 100% Thing that Bob Melvin is returning. And he is not going to be returning to this Padres team. But, you know, Preller just lying to the media, lying to the fan base on that Zoom conference. With Bob, he's under contract. He's our manager. I think we're both excited going forward into the offseason. And then Bob as well. He didn't have to talk to Bernie Wilson of the AP, he didn't have to talk to Kevin Acey. He didn't do a Zoom. Like, there's a reason why, obviously, now, right? He was waiting for this Giants thing to happen. Because that would have been that would have been an even worse look if he would have talked to the media and talked about the plan for 2024, and then he goes to the Giants. But he shouldn't have even talked to Bernie Wilson. He shouldn't have even talked to Kevin Acey. If this is in your mind, don't even give quotes. Because he gave quotes October 5th, telling the AP, looking forward to having a much better year than we had this year. Confirming that, yeah, he's going to be back. He's excited for 2024. So he lied to Padres fans. Preller lied to Padres fans. It's just not a good situation. Not a good spot. Melvin's availability uh, was obviously huge. Gravitational pull over the entire process here. I'm reading from... The Athletics article here. 
And again, connecting the dots, it was easy to do. Melvin, a Bay Area native, former Giants catcher, worked with Zaidi for three years in Oakland. They have that relationship. Bob Melvin did not know A.J. Preller before he went and talked with A.J. Preller before being hired as the manager of the Padres. Melvin, of course, well-regarded by key members of the Giants' ownership group. I mean, he was there for over a decade in the Bay Area, used to play, so yeah, they're familiar with him. And I think that a lot of people, a lot of those Giants coaches, let's say that some Padres coaches don't go with Bill Mill and they stay with the Padres because Mike Schultz, the manager, and they don't want to bail on him. Like they respect him. Or they think that they have a better chance of winning next year. Maybe that's when their contract's up. So next year they're going to stay for one more year and then see what happens. I think that there's a lot of Giants coaches currently there. Kai Correa, Mark Hallberg, Alyssa Nacken, Ron Wotus, that will stay with the Giants under Bob Melvin. Like, there's a lot of coaches there that are like, okay, interviewed. That sucks that I didn't get the job. I wanted to manage the Giants, but it's Bob Melvin. I understand it. That's good for the organization that Bob Melvin is our manager. Yeah, I would love to be a, a coach under Bob Melvin. Now, Bob Melvin might want to bring in his own guys and bring in, you know, keep Matt Williams with him and keep Ryan Christensen with him and, a lot of other coaches, I'm sure. The good thing here is I think that Ruben Niebla is staying with the Padres because this was a hire before Melvin was even the manager. Like, Preller hired Ruben Niebla and was like, Ruben Niebla is your pitching coach, Bob. And Bob was good with it. So that's why I'm thinking that Niebla is going to stay, which is good, obviously. But who knows with the rest of the coaching staff. Flaherty would stay, I would imagine. If Schilt is hired, would Schilt be able to bring in his own coaching staff or would Preller have a significant say in who is going to be on Mike Schilt's coaching staff? And the micromanaging happening before Schilt even gets to be the real manager of the team. I'm not saying Schilt is going to be the next manager, but it seems like it would come down to Schilt or um, Flaherty. I'm sure that people are going to bring up in the chat Ozzie Guillen. I haven't looked at the chat yet, but Ozzie Guillen or Ron Washington. But why would why would Ron Washington want to come manage the Padres? <laughs> you think he's not going to talk with Bob Melvin? Ron Washington used to be a coach for the A's. He's on a successful team. I know the Braves haven't been successful the last two years in the postseason, but he is very well liked on the Braves. He's comfortable there. I mean, it seems like he's like an assistant manager, essentially, with for Brian Snitker there. I'm sure he has a lot of say in that organization. Why would he want to leave that to come be the Padres manager? So I don't see that happening. And, by the way, again, like I mentioned earlier, Ron Washington was a finalist for the job that went to Jace Tingler. So why would Ron Washington want to come manage the Padres, who is under the same uh, ownership, not, I don't want to say ownership, the same direction, the same, you know, like Preller is still running the thing, still running the show. Why would he want to come be the manager under the guy that didn't want him to be the manager and said, no, nah, I'll take a dude that that's never done it before. I'm going to take him over you. Why would he want to come manage for that guy now? At least for me, unless there's like, I, have, I had family in the area or something. If that happened to me, I would have that 
I, I would definitely not go manage for that team. So now things are going to change. Now you're going to come crawling back to me and say, do you want to manage the Padres? You had that opportunity. And you passed on that. That's your fault. I'm not, I'm not going to work for you. So Ron Washington, I'm not even thinking about him. As much as I would have loved it, and go ask, I was, in, I was in high school at the time at Helix. I remember the day, I remember everything, when Tingler ended up being the manager. I was not happy about it. Like you had Ron Washington with you, having dinner with him in San Diego, and you decided to go with Jace Tingler over Ron Washington. Just another one of those missteps by A.J. Preller. It says here the Giants, they've expressed interest in speaking to Jason Veritek as well. They invited Nick Hunley, former Padre, to interview, but he said no. Uh, I'm sure that they would have invited Will Venable, but he said no. He's staying with Bochy in Texas. I mean, this is another Bruce Bochy situation. Padres allowing. Now, Bochy, he was much younger, right? Like, he wasn't about to maybe retire when he went to the Giants. But Padres manager, successful, or had some success as the Padres manager. He had more success than Melvin did, but he had a longer period of time being the Padres manager. Had success. Padres say, no, it's okay. You can go interview with the Giants. Gets the Giants job and wins three World Series. And now... He might go to the World Series. They're down in the series, but he might go win the go, go to the World Series for his third different team. Padres, Giants, and then Rangers. And then this right here. Respected manager has had success with the Padres. Had it in 2022 going to the NLCS. Padres say, it's okay. Yeah, you can go manage for the Giants. How's that going to work out? What, we think Bob Melvin's just going to manage the Giants for one year? There's no way he's just going to go to the Giants to manage for one year. He's in this for probably three years. He'll probably, the, the Giants will probably pay for the $4 million for this year and give him $12 million for three years. And then they'll see what happens after that. He got, it seems like he really got burnt out with this Padres job. And he wants to go Back home, not have to be with A.J. Preller. Lame duck. Now, again, like, as I said the other day, I was I was watching the David Beckham documentary on Netflix, and the L.A. Galaxy owner, I forget his name, or I forget if that's the position that they say, but the L.A. Galaxy owner, David Beckham wanted to permanently transfer to A.C. Milan from L.A. Galaxy, but... Beckham already had signed a contract. He was under contract, had already promised that he was going to be with LA Galaxy, but he wanted to go elsewhere. And LA Galaxy was like, no, sorry, David, no. And they had full right to do that because he was under contract. And you can say no. And guess what? They made it work. Him and Landon Donovan made it work with LA Galaxy. They go win the MLS Cup. And Beckham ends up leaving it, uh, you know, later, but they ended up making it work for a little bit. For the Padres, I mean, why are you, ex- why are you allowing Bob Melvin to go manage for the Giants? I get A.J. Preller because he doesn't want Bob Melvin to be the manager here. That's what it seems like. 
But if you're Peter Seidler, why are you even allowing Bob Melvin to go manage for the Giants, to go interview? And you could make the case, well, lame duck, you don't really have much room to be like, no, you can't go manage when you didn't give him an extension. You can't go interview with the Giants. You didn't, because Bob Melvin could just be like, you didn't even give me an extension. You're on, you're giving me on a, you're, I'm on a one-year deal here, essentially. Like, you don't have much faith in me. Let me go manage where I want to manage. But no, the Padres, sure, you could say that, but the Padres literally have the right to say no. You don't have to extend Bob Melvin. You could just play out the contract. You could tell Bob, you're under contract. You agree to this contract. And so we're going to play it out. And if you win in 2024 and you want to come back, we'll give you a contract. But we're going to see how this plays out in 2024. And then we'll see what happens. They could do that. Is that the, the, the best thing to do? Like human to human? Bob Melvin, who has a ton of experience in the major leagues and well-respected? Probably not. But they can do that. They can be cold-blooded like that if they want to. If Bob Melvin is like, hey, then I'm not going to manage then. I'm going to sit out. Then he can sit out as well. It prevents him from going to another team in the National League West. That's what that would have done. But instead, the Padres allow him to go interview with the Giants, and he's going to go be the Giants manager now, because why would he go interview and then not be the, the manager of the team? Even if he doesn't get it, he's not coming back, right? So feels like it would be Mike Schilt or Ryan Flaherty. I'm fine with Mike Schultz. Like, I'm not going to get pissed off at Mike Schultz, the manager. I just think that all of this shouldn't have even happened. Bob Melvin should still be the manager. There shouldn't be as much conflict as there is or shouldn't have been in this front office between Preller and Melvin. Preller should have allowed Melvin to do his job, stop micromanaging for the better of the organization. And Melvin's at fault, too telling the media, telling the fans that he's going to be back and now he's going to go, now he's interviewing for the Giants. There were, I think there was reporting from uh, Dennis Lynn in The Athletic or maybe it was Ken Rosenthal as well in that joint piece that they did about Bob not really listening too much, or listening as well as maybe the front office thought that he should to ideas from the front office. Maybe he thinks that those people are just extensions to AJ, so he's like F you to all of those people. Um, so there's a, Bob Melvin's at fault here too, just like Peter Seidler is, but AJ Preller takes the big slice of the pie here and it pisses me off that we're in this spot, that we're in this even situation, that we're talking about Bob Melvin going and being with the San Francisco Giants after he managed his team to the NLCS in 2022, entered 2023 with world series expectations. And then there's reports about this relationship being unfixable. Preller and Melvin say they're, nope, everything's fine. We'll be back in 24. And then Melvin is going to go to a team in the National League West. Ballpark Pretzel says, this makes me sick. Fire AJ. Devin says, this is not good. Why is AJ still running the show? Good question. Let's ask Peter Seidler that. Uh, Adrian says, fire AJ now, please. I would definitely understand that. Alex says this organization is a disaster. Dino's 510, 5150 says 
you don't want a disgruntled manager, let him go. Okay. But again, like the Padres, they have the right to say no. And they could just have Bob Melvin not manage the team. He's under contract. You can't go anywhere else. Is that the right thing to do? Probably not. But they can do that if they want to. Because he's under contract. He signed it. And it would be better for Bob Melvin not to be the manager of the Giants than for him to go manage the Giants, right? If Bob doesn't want to manage, all right, sit out. And you could have Mike Schilt or Ryan Flaherty go manage the team. But, hey, at least Bob Melvin's not managing the Giants. And I'm sure a lot of people have this same opinion, like you don't want a disgruntled manager, let him go. I understand where Bob Melvin's coming from. You know, it's AJ's fault. And I understand where Bob's coming from too. Like, I'm not here to like be like, oh, you know, F Bob Melvin. Like, he should, what is he doing? I understand that he doesn't want to be with the Padres because AJ Peller is continuing to run the show. I get that. But I don't want him, I don't, I know how good he is. I don't want him managing the Giants. Yep, there. Mike says, there goes Melvin. AJ equals clown. JT says, we could use a new coach. It's not really going to be new unless they do bring in someone new. It's just going to be someone that's already on the coaching staff. This is, I've not brought this up. Adrian says, Preller better get something back. Yeah, in compensation. Maybe they do that. I hope they do. I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're going to let Bob Melvin go to the Giants, you better get something back. I don't know what it would be. Would it just be draft picks? Would it be money? I don't know what it would be. But yeah, you better get something back. Don't just let him go to the Giants for free. Yep, Manny's probably going to have a significant say in the new manager because he has a huge voice in this organization. That's the way it is. He can say all he wants to the media. Uh, I've taken my GM hat off a, a long time ago, which is one, him admitting that he did have it on and he did have a voice. But I don't really believe that. Maybe roster moves, but the next manager of the team, of course he's going to be asked about it. Of course he's going to have an opinion on it. He's, what, they're going to, he's going to find out like the rest of us who the manager of the team is? No. I'm sure he's going to have an input on that. Uh, Ballpark Pretzel says Soto is a lock to be traded. I don't know about a lock. But, I mean, the way things are trending, right, Bob Melvin, does Bob Melvin know that Soto's not going to be on a, like, has he had conversations with the front office, with Preller, and they're telling him that, yeah, probably not going to be on the team. And that further is like, okay, I got to, I'm I'm dipping, I got to get out of here. I wouldn't say he's a lock to be traded. But, I'm not kind of like Bob Melvin. I'm not closing, like the door is open on him going to the Giants. Like before this news came out today, how I said the door was open, it's not 100% locked that he's back. It's not a 100% locked that Soto's back. Yeah, that door is definitely open for him to be traded for sure. I hope he's not. I want them to try to go win it all in 2024. And you can't tell me that you're a better team without Juan Soto in 2024. When he's in a walk year, he's your best offensive player. Can't You're not going to sell that to the fan base. Yep. Dino says, uh, this gives AJ cover that he didn't fire him. Well, yeah, he damn well ran him off. Yes, that's for sure. 
Kathy says, Padres organization doesn't really want to win next season. Super lame. I don't know about that. I think that AJ doesn't want Bob Melvin to be the manager. And he thinks that the Padres can still go win with someone else as the manager of the team. And they're just not connecting. It's not good. And so Preller is, he saw the Giants call him. And he probably smiled. Yeah. Yes. Bob, go manage. Go. For sure. I want you to be happy. Friendship. Right? He, he just doesn't want Bob to be, he doesn't want him managing this team. Uh, Oris says, I hear the Red Sox want Soto. Sure they do. I'm sure a lot of teams want Soto. Yeah, that would be miserable. The Giants get Otani. I guess the only thing worse would be the Dodgers getting Otani. But yeah, Giants get Otani. They get Bob Melvin as well. Maybe Blake Snell. Yeah, that would be disaster. And at Petco Park, you're sitting there. And we got Ryan Flaherty as our manager, and we're looking over at the other side of the dugout, and it's Bob Melvin there with Blake Snow on the mound against us on a, our home opener. Jeez, Louise, that would be bad. Alex says, if Melvin accepts the invitation to interview with the Giants, he can leave. Why do we want someone who isn't fully committed and is seeking other options? We can't wait, or we can't want it more than them. That That's true. Um... But again, like, I don't want Bob managing the Giants. So, now it's easier said than done, but I probably, my, my viewpoint is like, just don't let him go interview with the Giants. You don't want to manage the Padres? Okay, then don't manage the Padres, but you're not going to go manage the Giants. You're under contract. You can manage them after this coming season, but you're not going to go manage them. Make the Giants hire someone for one year, fire that person, and go, then go get Bob Melvin when he's not under contract anymore. I know that's that's cold and probably not the best thing to do relationship-wise, but their relationship's already broken. Preller, Preller probably should have said, no, you're you're here. Sorry, dude. We already don't like each other. All right. It's not going to change, so you're not managing the Giants. We can control that. You're not going to the Giants. And yeah, the, the, that's definitely a valid argument. Why do we want someone who isn't fully committed? I'm not saying that I we should want Bob Melvin to manage the team anymore. Like, he wants to go to the Giants? Okay. Then we'll have someone else manage the team. Like, I, I totally am in agreement with that viewpoint. Like, yeah, I want someone who's fully committed managing this Padres team. But at the same time, I don't want someone like Bob Melvin, who's under contract with the Padres, going and managing the San Francisco Giants. Hopefully, you understand that viewpoint. Yep, they are raising prices again. Uh, Devin says, switching coaches every year is the most ridiculous thing this team has ever done. This team literally doesn't have structure from a coaching standpoint. Constantly changing does not make you succeed. Yeah, well, I mean, that goes, that takes me back to Peter Seidler's quote in July or end of June, whenever that was, about AJ's excellence and he believes in stability you believe in stability, but then you're allowing the coaching staff to change every year. That's not stability. So you believe in stability in some ways, but then you also are okay with instability in other ways. That's another thing that doesn't make a whole lot of sense with Peter Seidler and him allowing AJ to do whatever he wants with the coaching staff. Change it up every year. It's okay. 
Yeah, I agree. Kathy says, what's the common denominator with all these manager changes? It's AJ. He's the problem. Yes. Yep. He is definitely the common denominator. Yeah, he's gone. You don't interview with the Giants and then come back to the players. Yeah. This is also, yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I haven't even hit on that. Like, him going to the Giants, how do the players feel about this? Imagine he comes back to the Padres. Well, how, the players would be like, no, dude, you didn't want to be here. You went and talked with the Giants. No. We don't want you here anymore. But yeah, he's gone. We have seen the last of Bob Melvin managing the San Diego Padres. Unless this, these, all these reports about him going are wrong. No, that's it. All right. Before I get back to the chat, quick break. Check out Gaglione Bros Famous Cheesesteaks and Garlic Fries on Friars Road. You can visit their website, gaglionebros.com, for their entire menu and enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Petco Park and Snapdragon Stadium as well. All right. Where was I here? Okay. JT says our players don't like Melvin. I mean, I disagree with that. They've literally said that they like Melvin and they respect Melvin. That's another thing. Preller already had a manager that the players respected. The players didn't respect Andy Green at the end. They didn't respect Jace Tingler. They weren't listening. They respected Bob. And now he's going to be gone. So are the players all going to respect Ryan Flaherty? Maybe because they've worked with him. They're going to respect Mike Schilt? Probably. But like you had someone that you knew that the clubhouse respected. And you had those other pieces that might end up being the main guy now. Those were supporting pieces for a guy that knew what he was doing as well and other people that knew what they were doing. And you were combining all that. Like the coaching staff, it feels like the coaching staff was pretty solid. A lot of it is just the bad communication between the front office and Melvin, front office and coaching staff, front office undermining Bob Melvin, not communicating with Bob, but communicating with coaches on what they want them to do with players, but then Bob wants something, wants the coaches to do something else with players. You ask one thing, you get a different answer from those people. Just the communication wasn't good. Um, yeah, it's it was just messed up. And if the same guy is continuing to run things, how are we supposed to believe that the next manager here, it's not going to be messed up at some point? It might be amazing, you know, day one when they have a press conference. Or maybe they'll just do a Zoom conference because that's what AJ loves to do nowadays. Um, maybe it'll be all sunny and rainbows then, whatever that saying is. But at some point, it's probably not going to look good. Who is the common denominator? Like Kat, I think it was Kathy, right? Kathy just said in the comments, the common denominator, AJ Preller. Irie says, Phil Nevin or Ron Washington? Well, Phil Nevin, maybe he probably should have gotten a little bit longer with the Angels. But, yeah, I, I don't see that happening. I see A.J. Preller just going with someone who's familiar with the Padres players, someone who was already on the coaching staff that doesn't want to go with Bob to San Francisco, um, someone that Preller can tell what he what to do someone that connects with A.J. Preller, and that person is probably Ryan Flaherty. At least best. Mike Schilt, I could see pushback on more, 
But I think Mike Schilt is pretty in lockstep with, I think Mike wants to manage again. And I think he'll see this as, man, look at this opportunity. All this talent on this team, I can manage again? Yeah, I'm going to take it. Yeah, sure, AJ, we'll agree on stuff. Yeah, yeah, complete buy-in on what you're, what you're selling me. Yeah, of course. Of course he'll say that. And then we'll see what happens if Schilt ends up getting the job and gets to manage, and we'll see if they get to connect really well. What matters the most is the results on the field, obviously. Like, they could connect well, and then they don't win. They could connect well, and the, and the, the clubhouse doesn't really believe in the manager or whatever. Or they've lost faith in Preller, and things just don't work out again. So, what matters most is on the field, but the relationship that happened this year between Melvin and Preller had an effect on what happened on the field, I feel like. Uh, Greg says it could be a blessing in disguise, but who knows? Padres got to let go and concentrate on the next skipper search. Yeah, well, I mean, what did we think was happening with this Padres team over the last couple weeks, few weeks, right? Preller was saying, oh, payroll, we'll be deciding that over the next couple weeks, few weeks. I mean, you're now going to be in a manager search is what's going to happen here. And maybe Bob Melvin will be like, screw you, Padres. I'm going to sit here and not tell you if I'm going to be the manager. And for the next week and a half, I'm technically still going to be the manager of the team and interviewing for the Giants job. And then when the World Series ends, then that's when I will officially go be the manager of the team. And then you'll fully launch into a manager search. Maybe he'll just drag it on as long as he can. And behind the scenes, he'll be like, yeah, 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 I'm the manager. Giants, yeah, 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 I'm the manager. Let's secretly do our coaching staff. Don't let this get out. The Giants would be on board with that because that's screwing the Padres a little bit, right? So, yeah, I mean, the Padres, we might not know who the next manager of this team is for weeks. Who knows? This is what Peter didn't want. He wanted Melvin and Preller to work it out for at least another year. Work it out. And Preller was so bad that Melvin couldn't do it. And he saw that San, San Fran opening and was like, yeah, oh yeah, go back home. Don't have to deal with this dude. Sign me up. I just think he shouldn't have even talked to the media. If, if, if you were thinking about the Giants thing, which we knew Kapler was fired before the season ended, so I'm sure that was immediately in his mind. Don't even speak to Bernie Wilson. Don't speak to Kevin Acey. Why are you speaking to them? Don't say that you're back and you're excited if you think that this is a possibility. Just say you're busy because that excuse worked. Well, it didn't work for like fans, but that excuse worked, right, to not have to show up on a Zoom conference with Preller. It seems like Preller just ran that thing. Like he's he decided that he was just going to do the Zoom conference that day. Uh, just say you're moving. Say you're busy. You're out of the country. You don't have time. Somehow that excuse flies, even though it's Zoom. You can't take 20 minutes to speak. But yeah, he should have just done with that. Don't even speak to reporters. If you think it's a possibility, don't go lie to the fan base and say, yeah, I'm going to be back.
Iris says Phil Nevin would probably knock out AJ and get fired. He does get pretty emotional. Imagine, imagine if the Padres hire Buck Showalter as the manager. It's not happening, but just imagine. Imagine how Joe Musgrove would feel about that. You want, so you pissed off Bob Melvin. Imagine pissing off Joe Musgrove. Because Buck's available. I think I feel like it would be it's going to be Schultz or Flaherty. That's what it feels like. If I had to lean, I mean, I want Schultz over Flaherty, and if Flaherty stays on the coaching staff, whatever. I would rather have the the experience. I'd rather have Mike Schultz, who has managed playoff games, and like I, I, I trust him more than Ryan Flaherty. It feels like both are going to stay in the if they if both. If the Padres want both to stay in on the coaching staff, then they would hire Mike Schilt as the manager, right? Because if they hire Ryan Flaherty, why would Mike Schilt stay on the coaching staff? I mean, Bob Melvin, he might just offer Schilt a job with the Giants. But I don't know if Schilt would want to be like Flaherty's bench coach. I think he'd he'd want to be the manager. What, you're going to... You want me to be the bench coach to this guy? Come on. I think Schilt would view that probably as disrespectful. Right? Like, if they, if the two finalists were Flaherty and Schilt, and they go with Flaherty, how would that make you feel if you're Mike Schilt? Kathy asks, who leaves with Bowmel if he leaves to the Giants? Good question. I think Ryan Christensen does. I think my, uh, Matt Williams does. Williams used to play for the Giants, right? For a good amount of time. Matt Williams. Yep. He played there for 10 years. Yeah. Of course he's going to go with Bob Melvin to coach with the Giants. Um, David Masias, I'm not so sure. Did Melvin hire him? Or did Preller hire him? Didn't he have like a... He was like college. He was kind of like a college coach. Had different experience. Maybe Masias would stay. Maybe Ben Fritz would stay. I feel like Niebla is going to stay because that wasn't a Melvin hire. But I could see, um, I don't know about like Scott Coolbaugh or the other hitting, billion hitting assistants that they have there. But like the base coach, like Matt Williams, I could, he would go. Ryan Christensen. He would, and that, the third base coach and the bench coach, those are pretty significant pieces to a coaching staff. Oh, I'm just seeing this from Devin. Sorry. I'm, I was glitching. Hopefully, I'm good now. Hopefully, I wasn't glitching that entire time that I was talking. Apologies if I was. Usually, my Wi Fi, usually, this is, it's worked a lot better. For those that have watched or listened to the show for they were listening, you know, earlier on this season, it wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. But I think the connection is better now. Kirsten says Padres were going to hire Ozzy Gian, but gave it to Melvin. Ozzy can be on the table again. I'm not a big fan of bringing in Ozzy Gian. 
Might as well just go with Mike Schilt. Like, Ozzie Guillen's going to work with A.J. Preller? <laughs> I don't see how that's going to happen. Isn't Ozzie Guillen like this old school manager? And he got pissed. He got, like, he's best known for getting pissed off on the White Sox postgame show now, right? That's how he's going to feel as the manager of the Padres, right? If things aren't going well. You think that he's just going to be okay with Preller telling him what to do and going to coaches on his coaching staff and telling those coaches to do this with people? No. I don't think Gian would want to do that. Uh, continuing to go through the chat here, and we will continue that here after this message about Underdog Fantasy. I want to tell you about the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports. It's Underdog Fantasy. They have great pick'em games and best ball tournaments. In pickup games, just pick higher or lower on two to five players' stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. You can go cross-team, cross-league, and even cross-sport. Best ball revolves around the draft, which is what every fan loves the most about fantasy and it eliminates the hassle of having to manage your roster all season long, resulting in a fun and easy fantasy product. How does it work exactly? You enter a contest where you participate in a snake draft against other users. That lineup that you drafted competes against every other draft in the entire contest. The better the combined performance of your team, the more money you win. After your lineup is all played, Underdog will take the best performing players and automatically set them as your starting lineup. That's it. No waivers, no trades, no worrying about who to start or sit. After you complete your draft, your part is done. Underdog Fantasy offers best ball in a variety of ways, including daily contests, weekly contests, playoff contests, and season-long contests. You can either enter into these and compete against thousands of other entrants for huge prizes, or, if you'd like, you can enter into a private draft with friends and family to compete for a smaller prize pool. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Sign up now by clicking the link in the description or by using the promo code TALKINGFRIERS and you'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of $10 or more. So if you deposit $100, you get $100 free. If you deposit $10, you get $10 free. Getting back to Mike Schilt, I'm just going on St. Louis Cardinals, looking up their seasons, what Mike Schilt did as the Cardinals manager. Go back to 2018. He took over for Mike Matheny, but Matheny was fired. So let's go to 2019. First full year, made it to the NLCS. Finished first place in the Central. They went 91 and seven, or yeah, 91 and 71. 2020 short season, obviously lost to the Padres in the wild card series, but made the postseason. 2021, his final year, they made the postseason. They won 20, 22, 20 plus games in a row, I believe, that year to make the playoffs. Like they were not in a good spot. But they won over 20-plus games with Schultz still managing the team. And they end up parting ways because Schultz didn't agree with John Mozeliak. I think that's what I remember reading back when that was being reported. 
So every single year that Schilt was the manager, full season, postseason appearance. I'm sorry. I'm taking that over Ryan Flaherty steering the ship. So we'll see what happens. Preston says, if Nieba leaves, we're effed. <laughs> yes, probably. Niebla, I mean, the dude knows what he's talking about. That's what it seems like. I mean, Blake Snell talked glowingly of him. Seems like everyone does. Chad says, Giants confirm 2024 World Series champs. Hashtag Friar Preller. I mean, this could be Bochi. I mean, look at him with the Rangers. The Rangers, they're in a better spot than the Giants are, or at least when Bochi was named the manager. Like, they had stars. They had those big contracts already. But the Giants could quickly be in a good spot. This is like their dream thing, but let's say they sign Snell, Otani. That immediately is like, whoa, okay. Immediately, they they will get a lot of attention. Other free agents will want to go there. Smaller guys on like one, two-year deals. That will help the team get even better. Uh, don't they have their top prospect, Kyle Harrison, who will probably be pitching the entire year, I think, next year with the Giants at the big league level? Like they need they need help. They need talent. Like they need to be better. They don't have superstars on that team. Like you look at all the teams that are left in the postseason, Rangers, they don't have like uh, a big superstar, but like they have big contracts. Corey Seeger, Marcus Semyon, they have guys on that team. They obviously have talent on the pitching staff, guys that you've heard of, right? Um, like you know and they have Bochi obviously managing, well-respected, and Chris Young running things, right? Um, the Phillies, obviously, we know that they have a bunch of star talent with Nola and with Wheeler and Schwarber and Castellanos and Harper and Real Muto, and you keep going, right? Uh, and Trey Turner. Um, the D-backs, I guess I, they have, they have Zach Gallen. Um, offensively, they have Corbin Carroll, who hasn't done anything this series against the Phillies, but he did play well. Catal Marte, all-star. Uh, like the Giants, they need that. But you get Bob Melvin, that will get free agents' attention. And if you're, if you're the Giants and you're hiring Bob Melvin, you're going to make moves to get better. You will make moves. Because you didn't bring Bob Melvin in to barely make the postseason, right? Just like the, the Rangers didn't bring Bochi in just to barely make the postseason. They went to go win the whole thing. So, yeah, the Giants could be scary for sure. Don't know if I'm going to say, like, World Series champs. I mean, the Dodgers, I think, are going to be scary next year. I'm hoping the Padres will be in a good, uh, an okay spot coming into 2024. Uh, we know the Phillies, they're still going to be there. I think Nola would return to them. Who knows? where like Snell and Otani are going to land and what that means. The Braves are going to be there. Uh, Cubs probably will keep getting better. Um, the Cardinals, are they going to have another year like that? I mean, they're going to try to spend, right? So, yeah, it's the Padres. They're not in the best spot. Devin says Buck Showalter should take notes to not take the job. I don't even know if he's going to be considered. Maybe he would, but 
Padre fans would not be happy, right? We would not be happy if Buck Showalter's the manager of the team. No way. Gil asks, who's David Beckham? One of the best football players of all time, or I should say soccer for America, but one of the best football players of all time. Not American football, soccer. And he's a guy that um, was great um, in England and then came, or before, before that, he went to, uh, it was Real Madrid, right? Went there. And then went to uh, LA Galaxy and MLS, which was obviously huge, a huge move. And he like committed that he was going to play there. Then he wanted to make the World Cup for England. He then went to AC Milan because the coach for England said that he needed to go play in Europe for like better competition if he wanted a chance to make the team. He goes over there, then wanted to stay there. And LA Galaxy was having none of it and said, no, you have to work this thing out with Landon Donovan because Donovan didn't like that he left and didn't call. He was like calling him out, I think, to uh, someone in like Sports Illustrated, I think, calling him out to the media, like bad teammate, all that. But they worked it out and they ended up winning the championship in MLS. And that's why I make that comparison with Bob Melvin. Like, make him work it out. You don't have to let him maybe again it's, it's probably not the nicest thing to be like no i'm not allowing you to go a place where you want to go but you're under contract you agreed to this you're getting paid we're paying you four million dollars next year we have a bunch of talent on the team let's do it for one more year i get it you don't want to deal with bowmel or you don't want to deal with preller i should say if you're looking at it from bob melvin's point of view but do suck it up for one more year you get to live in san diego you get to have more talent than a lot of managers have, at least star talent, on your team. Hopefully, they're going to be hungry going into spring training next year. You can't do it for one more year. And, like again, like you're under contract. We can control what happens. So we're not going to... If this was the Guardians, we would have allowed it. You want to go to the Guardians? Go ahead. You want to go to the Angels? Go ahead. You want to stay in California? Go ahead. But we're not letting you go to the Giants. That's something that the Padres could have done here. but. Peter Seidler, obviously, that realistically, that's not something he would do because he is someone that is, he's he's not going to prevent Bob Melvin from doing what Bob wants to do. Bob wants to go to San Francisco. He's going to allow it. He's going to allow the interview. And I understand that. But I'm just saying, like, the Padres, they could have said no. Um, continuing to go through the chat here. Yeah, Bochi 2.0, Preston says. Yep. Very well could be the case. Johnny says, how many managers has Preller blown through? Well, Bud Black, it wasn't his guy, so do you want to count that? I don't know, but he did fire him. Then there was Pat Murphy. I know that was interim. There was Dave Roberts. There was Rod Barajas. Those weren't like the full-time big guys, though. There was Andy Green, who we hadn't heard of. There was Jace Tingler, who was managing games in his mind. Uh, that press conference went well. Um, Could have went with Ron Washington, went with him. And then Bob Melvin, which credit to bringing Bob Melvin here, but you messed up that relationship. So 
Yeah, has not been good for A.J. Preller. But Peter is continuing to allow A.J. to run the ship. Seems like a great idea. Not in my opinion. Chad says, Siler is really essing the bed by letting Preller spread his toxicity throughout the organization. He has this loyalty to AJ. And I get what, like, the health. I'm not surprised that AJ continues to be around. But, like, AJ, he probably, looking back on it, he probably shouldn't have even been allowed to hire Bob Melvin. He should have been gone after Jace Tingler. Like, this is your second guy that you brought in with no experience. You're gone. I mean, there's cities like the Red Boston with the Red Sox. You could win a World Series and you're gone. Like Dave Dombrowski. Right? Like um, Epstein. Did Epstein step away? I forget what his situation was. I think he stepped away and then went to the Cubs. Um, but there was, uh, who's, I'm blank, Ben Sherrington. Right? I think he had success. And then he got fired. So, like, there's a lot of other organizations. I'm not saying the Reds, that's the best way to run things is, you know, I think Hein Bloom should still be the guy running things. I think he should have gotten at least one more year. But there's more urgency with other organizations. And Peter Seidler is running it. He's running this like the Yankees. He's he's like Hal Steinbrenner. Nope, Brian Cashman, you're good. Haven't made it to a World Series since 2009, but it's okay. You can keep doing things like this. You can keep running the ship. It's fine. Nothing's wrong. But they've won 27 championships. They've won a World Series. They got to a World Series in 2009. This team hasn't been to a World Series in A.J. Preller's tenure. At least the Yankees have success with Brian Cashman. And Steinbrenner can you know, lay on that and keep pointing back to that. At least they you know, made the postseason consistently. You can't say that about A.J. Preller. No World Series, no World Series appearance. One NLCS appearance that now looks like an outlier. So, like, Seidler is following the Yankees model there. Hopefully you understand the comparison. When he probably should be leaning more towards, like, the Red Sox model. Uh, this isn't good enough. We have to make a change. And instead, things are staying the same. So, things are going to stay the same. Is how it feels. Um, continue to go through the chat here. Steven says, Ben, you're completely wrong about Ron Washington. He was never going to get a manager job with anybody after what happened in Texas. He has a lot of dirty laundry and lawsuits against him. I, I do. I remember some of that stuff when that was happening, but I mean, he was a finalist for the Padres manager job. Preller. It was two different people. It was one that had manager experience a lot of coaching experience, a lot of big league experience, or someone that had never done the job before. And he decided to go with the guy that never done the job before because he had a relationship with him. And he liked how he managed games in his mind, I guess. And then loses the clubhouse within less than two years of getting hired. And then Seidler allows Preller to continue running things and make another manager at hiring. And then this got messed up. Not the hiring, but the relationship with the person that he hired. Again, a reminder, if anyone wants to join the show, you can click the link that's pinned up at the top of the chat. I know I've been talking a lot and haven't reminded. Maybe some new people have come in. So that is something that I offer. 
there's some people that like I feel like they talk at you. Um, I, I don't want to make it seem like that. I want to usually I you know give my thoughts and then I go through almost the whole chat, pretty much as many. If there's a lot of people saying the same things, and I scroll down and try to get to something else, but um, I I love chatting with the Padres community and talking other San Diego sports as well. This is Padres. It's a it's a Padres show. It's always going to be mainly a Padres show, but there's other San Diego sports topics. Um, there's other videos that I put up here on the YouTube channel. Uh, San Diego FC, San Diego Wave, San Diego Loyal. They have a playoff match tonight at 7 o'clock, by the way, so can't wait to be watching that. Um, that's going to be packed at Torero Stadium, San Diego State. Um, I'm a San Diego sports fan. I'm not just Padres fan, um, although that's my biggest love like diehard fan love i mean i that's just how i grew up um but yeah so i love talking with padres fans you know there's plenty of padres fans that stop me at petco park and definitely appreciate the support and love having conversations and so if you want to join the show feel free to or just keep giving your thoughts in the comments chat yeah we know chad's thoughts fire preller he we definitely know what he thinks and you're a lot of people are on that same uh, thought as you are, Chad. Um, let's see here. JD's third says, Soto will demand to trade this offseason at this point. Only so much dysfunction and incompetence he can stomach. Demand a trade? Demand a trade from a team that has Tatis, Manny, and Bogarts on it. Maybe that's maybe that is not as big as a, a factor as what some fans like myself think it is, but if you demand a trade, I mean he could end up getting traded to a team that sucks. Or be traded to a team that might be good, but he doesn't want to be on and would have rather just been with the Padres. He struggled when he was traded from the Nationals to the Padres. He wants to go through that again demanding a trade when he's less than a year away from free agency. I just don't see that happening just because Bob gets fired or fired, not fired, but because Bob moves on. Chad says, are we going to hear Eric Gruppner's opinion on all of this? Well, I think we already know his opinion. I think he doesn't, he isn't the biggest fan of AJ Preller. He was on 97.3, the fan with Ben and Woods when the Padres got eliminated, like, or maybe it was, maybe it was during the season, like at the end, I forget when it was, but he was criticizing the roster construction. Like, yeah, probably need more young, hungry players. Uh, he literally, he was saying that the stuff being reported in those articles, it wasn't inaccurate. But then AJ Preller's at the press conference. No anonymous quotes. Don't, we don't put credit. We don't, take much stock into that, no credibility, like making Kevin Acey and writers look like idiots. And it's like, come on, dude. So, no, Eric Grubner, I think we know his opinion. Sure, I'd love, hey, if he wants to talk, sure, I'd love to listen and hear what he, what he thinks. But I think we know his opinion. He wanted Bob to stay. And he probably doesn't want AJ to continue being the, the lead guy here. But, Peter Seidler is the guy that runs the show, ultimately. Eric 
has a say, I'm sure, but he doesn't he doesn't report AJ doesn't report to Grubner. Grubner reports to, to Seidler. Preller reports to Seidler. That's who it is. So Grubner may make his thoughts known, but at the end of the day, like Seidler loves AJ Preller. So I have no reason to believe that Seidler is going to make a change. I hope that this was the last straw, but I have no reason to believe that Seidler is going to sit there. Maybe Grubner complains and, or, you know, maybe Grubner hasn't given Seidler his full thoughts on this. And he's just really pissed off. And now he was going to do that. Now he's going to go to Seidler with it. But I just don't see how Seidler's going to, you know, hear Grubner, his thoughts, and that will get to his into his brain and be like, okay, yep, we're firing AJ Preller. I just don't see it. I see the most likely scenario. Melvin goes to the Giants. Preller obviously stays. And they hire Mike Schilt and keep Ryan Flaherty on the staff. Schilt maybe does it for a couple years, however, whatever the contract is. And then maybe when that's up, Ryan Flaherty becomes the manager. Like Preller, it feels like, Preller, well, yeah, it feels like Preller wants Flaherty to be the manager. So I guess since that, since Preller wants it, maybe he'll just go right to Ryan Flaherty and he'll, he's okay if Schilt doesn't remain on the staff. Cause I don't know if Schilt would want to remain on the staff if, they have Ryan Flaherty be the manager instead of him. Sam says, I hate this team so much, it's unreal. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate the team. Um, I, I know you don't probably hate the team either. You love the team. It's just tough love, right? We're, we're, we're frustrated with the team. It's kind of like San Diego FC. Like, I'm not at the point where I love San Diego FC because we haven't even seen them play a game or anything like that. But I'm just frustrated with some of the things that have happened with them starting the franchise, right? With them starting the team, some of the things that have happened, some of the things that will be happening when play starts. Um, not super happy with everything, but I'm still going to love the team like because that's going to be San Diego's team. Like, I'm San Diego. I'm Team San Diego. So like, I love the Padres. They can piss me off sometimes, and teams can piss me off, but I'm still going to love the team. I'm still good because it's just, that's just who it is. That's just, I'm a San Diego guy, so I'm going to love the San Diego teams. And I'm a loyal guy, loyal to those teams, loyal to the city. Yeah, Johnny says, what about a word from the New Zealand softball guru? Yeah, what's the dude's name again? Don Tricker? Yeah, maybe he'll be the next manager. Preller loves that guy so much. He was speaking glowingly of that guy to Ben and Woods on the radio. I think in that last radio interview that he gave a couple weeks ago. Man, he was loving that guy. Yeah, make that guy the next manager. See how the Padres players react. Because he, he was saying that people in the organization that work with that guy every day love what he brings. All right. Let's have him go manage the team then. See how Seidler feels about that. Can't go worse than how Jace Tingler worked out, right? Or how uh, Andy Green worked out. Or how his relationship with Bomel worked out. I'm kidding, obviously. but Yeah, Don Tricker. 
Steven says, Ben, you like Melvin. The players don't care about Melvin. No, I, the players, they're going to, they're under contract. They're getting paid. Some are getting paid $300 million. Their life moves on. Like, yeah, they're, they'll probably say to the media, yeah, it sucks. Love Bob. But they're not going to be like, no, I wish, I wish Bob was here. Uh, well, maybe they'll say that, but in terms of like, they'll back it up with, we, sh if we, wanted to bob if we wanted bob to stay we should have played better like it's all it's our fault but they're not going to say like yeah preller man that this hiring that he made stupid sucks they're not going to say that their life's going to move on because they're still getting paid millions of dollars and at the end of the day it's still a manager um they're still on the roster uh and they have to move on but i think no i i think that there's players definitely on that roster that aren't happy with what's happening here that they're seeing this, they're, they're not going to be happy about this. They might be fine with Ryan Flaherty being the manager. They might be fine with Mike Schilt, but you think they're happy about missing the playoffs? You think they're happy about how this all went down? No, they. of course they wanted this Bob Melvin relationship with AJ to work out. I think. Uh, Preston asked, did Melvin even say yes to interviewing? I believe he did. Let me check Twitter real quick. Uh, Cassaville, AJ Cassaville, says here, Bob Melvin is a candidate for the managerial vacancy in San Francisco. As the athletic first reported per sources, the giants requested permission to interview and the Padres have granted it with Melvin set to take that interview. So yeah, he's going to he's going to interview for the job, and it was reported uh, technically last week. Today's Sunday. It was reported by Baggerly, I think, that it was expected that he would take the opportunity if he was given it. So yeah, he is a candidate for the Giants' job. Neither team confirmed the news, which of course they're not going to. I'm just skimming through AJ's article here to see if there's anything that I don't know. According to a source, the Giants recently approached the Padres with their request to interview Melvin. The Padres decided to grant Melvin permission, and Melvin is expected to embark on the interview process in the coming days. Neither Preller nor Melvin was available for comment. So in the coming days will be the start of the interview process, I guess. Which, it's not surprising. The Giants probably want to get Melvin as the manager as quick as possible. They want that done right before the offseason be, uh, begins, probably. So that players will know, agents will know, the Giants are serious, and they are, Melvin's the manager, because that can help them bring in guys, I think. Yeah, Don Tricker. Let's see that guy as the manager. Uh, no, Devin, I did not go to that special event. That was for people that paid the $18 like season ticket, um, season ticket deposit, whatever, that wanted information about being a season ticket holder. And the, low, the crest was already leaked anyway, so... There wasn't really much of a point in going either. Manny was there and talked, right? 
He he dropped to LFGSD. I'm not a big fan of it. They could have done better. I did a video on it, so you can go check that out. That was my initial reaction on Friday when the or was it Friday? I think it was Friday when the or Thursday Thursday when the the crest got leaked. They could have done more. They could have been better. I think Loyal nailed nailed theirs. I think Padres nailed the the Brown, Brown going back to Brown and Gold. The Friar, um, City Connect at least it's like it stands out. Uh, San Diego Wave I think have the best crest. Uh, they nailed it, and I don't think that's just a bias. I think that's no, they nailed it. it it's it stands out. San Diego, yep. This one it's like, um, I don't see exactly says San Diego a whole lot, to be honest. I'm fine with the colors on the outside, but it's the the Chrome Azul era. Like, I don't know. It, the 18 community thing, I feel like they're trying a little bit too hard with that. Back to the Padres, though. Mac Free says, Niebla will follow Bomel to San Francisco and they will sign Snell. I don't know if Niebla will. Right now, I think that he won't because Melvin didn't hire Niebla. And Niebla's still under contract with the Padres, right? So he could request to go to the Giants, but I don't think like he he was a isn't he a big part in building the Point Noma Nazarene uh like pitching facility that they're doing there? So he's like invested in the Padres organization. So if there's someone, him and Ryan Flaherty, I would say are probably like the two slam dunks, if they're really slam dunks of staying. Um, let's see here. While I continue to go through the chat, just a reminder, SeatGeek code TalkingFriars, $20 off your order. Just use that code, Underdog Fantasy, 100% deposit match up to $100 there. Click the link in the description. BreakingT.com, some great San Diego sports swag, Padres, Aztecs, Wave. Wave have their semifinal match coming up November 5th. U.S. Women's National Team is in town coming up this next week, a week from today. Can't wait for that. It's going to be so cool to see that. Uh, Gaglione Bros, main partner, main sponsor of the show. Their main location is on Friars Road. They're inside Snapdragon Stadium and at Peco Park as well. And FOCO, click the link in the description for them. Some great Padres bobbleheads and collectibles there. All right, let's finish off this chat here. Uh... Who do y'all want me to bring on next as a guest? I'm just wondering that. Because I'm I'm going to try to have one on like once a week or once every couple weeks here in the offseason. Which, are there certain Padres fans you want me to bring on? Obviously, you all have the open invitation to come on if you want to. Uh, I just love chatting it up with Padre fans. So, we'll see where that goes. But if there's anyone in mind, you can DM me on social media. You can let me know in the comments, whatever, and we'll see if we can make it happen. David says, I bet they hire Flaherty. Uh, wouldn't be surprised. Nightingale has gotten some things wrong, but he's gotten some things right as well. And uh, Flaherty and Schilt, if you're just tuning in, those two seem like the, the best bets to be the next Padres manager. 
David says Schilt is a stopgap. Yeah, that could be. To give like Flaherty even more experience right behind a manager, maybe. All right. Any more things in the chat to bring up here? Uh, Chad asked, did you talk about how they want Xander to move to first base next season after he made it known to day one uh, that he wants to be a shortstop? Another Preller masterclass. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. You sign a guy at $280 million. The entire baseball industry thinks that it's an overpay. I was excited when Bogarts signed because I think he's a good player. I'm still excited that Bogarts is a Padre. I'm not giving up on him. But yes, the fact that he played shortstop it didn't really fit. Because Kim can play it. Cronenworth can play it. Tatis can play it. Now, Tatis in the outfield, that's working out great. Like, I like that. But Merrill coming up, who knows where he's going to play. Kim would have been cheaper. But I also hate when people do this, the whole hindsight thing. Like, people act like it was a slam dunk Kim was going to have this great season that he had. Potters didn't know that going into 2023, that he was going to have this amazing season. And Bogarts was not going to have, he was going to underperform like this. They didn't know that. They were trying to go all in for 2023 and best lineup possible. And Abreu wasn't possible. And didn't want to overpay for Josh Bell. And Trey Turner, they tried. No. Aaron Judge, they tried. No. Like, and so they were, it felt like they had the mentality they were going to sign someone. And they went with Bogarts, and it meant that there was going to be shuffling on the infield. And we knew that Bogarts was going to move at some point, but second year, is that the Padres admitting that, man, this signing wasn't a good one? Or is that them just saying, we're, we're trying to win next year. We'll move Bogarts back maybe after Kim leaves in 2025. But for next year, the best defense is Bogarts at first, maybe, Crony at second, Kim at short, Manny at third when he's healthy. Maybe that's what they're thinking. Don't know if they're, I don't think that if they move Bogarts, it would be like a, a permanent thing. The dude's played shortstop his whole life. If he moves a position for 2024, he can go back to shortstop. If they want Merrill to play someone somewhere else or they have him go to the outfield, they can move Bogarts back. I don't think that's a big deal, but yeah, it's not, it's not great. I mean, when you sign someone to a long-term deal like that, usually that person knows where he's playing positionally for the next at least like five years, right? Like you sign them to play that position. You had a hole, and there you go. They didn't have a shortstop hole, offense hole, but they didn't have a shortstop hole. So, yeah, it's Preller's roster construction. It's definitely interesting. Ah, that's a good one. DSG, Divine Sports Gospel. They do some good stuff on social media. Yeah, I can reach out to them. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Yeah, get Taylor Swift on. Yeah, okay. Uh, could I get Uncle Teddy on the show? Not, uh, probably not. Probably, because I think he's still affiliated with the Padres. I could try, but probably not. Janie's third says get Manny on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, Padres. Padres won't allow me, so they won't even allow me to talk to Don and Mud right now, even though they want to do it. 
All right, that's going to do it. Talking Friars episode 497. Thank you all for the time. Wasn't planning on doing this, but Bob Melvin's going to go interview for the Giants and probably be the next Giants manager, and the Padres will be looking for another manager. Thanks, it seems like in large part, to A.J. Preller. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I appreciate the time, and see you all later. Have a great rest of your day.